Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast. This is Dana and Shana once again. And we are super excited to be here today recording with a beautiful, beautiful human. Her name is Steffi Hill, and she's an intuitive energy healer and a psychic medium, and she is a manifesting generator. So she does all of the things. Um, she's amazing, and she's actually a really good friend of Shana's. Mm-hmm. Shana, you want to tell everyone about like how you met Steffi? Yeah, I met Steffi actually, um, like totally kismet, (laughs) um, where she came up to me and just like had, a like reading for me or like a message for me from my grandmother and just like totally out of the blue. And I was obviously like completely open to talking and like receiving that information and we just hit it off. And she's literally like the only person that I've met just like at a random place that I've then hung out with later, like again, yeah. <laughs> like went out of our way to like see each other again. And Cause you were so connected. Yeah. We were so connected. And then it just like, it's just like been hit the rest has been history, but it, it's just like, she's an amazing soul and like inspiration and just like so intuitive and so deep. Like I've never been around somebody who just like knows shit, Yeah, you know, totally. and goes there. Like who's like fearlessly willing to just like go there and I'm here for that. Yeah. Like that is what I'm here for in this life. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to talk about all of that fun and crazy stuff. We're going to talk about our experiences. We're going to talk about um, past lives and like what that means and like our experiences with that. And then also like Steffi's experiences with all of this spiritual shit throughout mm-hmm. her life. Yeah. Like, we're going to just like dive into that. So I think it's super interesting with human design and like how energy in general works. And, and Steffi is a human design person herself. Like yeah. She's been studying human design for over two years, following her strategy, following her design. And so it's really interesting to see like how her intuitive gifts like that she's had for a long time and how it plays in with her human design type and how that really resonates with Mm -hmm. her. So it's super fun for us to talk with her because she's so knowledgeable and so like talented and gifted as a channel. And then also really in touch with human design and how it plays out in her life and really honoring that. So it's so cool. And it's cool to see like how spirit and like energy and like past lives and stuff plays into your energetic body now, right now in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And like literally like as a vehicle, like what blockages you might have, like energetically, it is all tied in and to use human design as a tool to like, I don't know, just like the mechanics of it, Mm -hmm. right? Like to see how like spirit affects your mechanical body. Like, I think it's super, super interesting and like super supportive to like bring in both to help you with deconditioning and to help you with transitions and healing and all of that 
stuff that we all have to do, right? So yeah, I'm stoked to talk about it. And we did pull a card for everyone. We wanted to like just pull something, whatever you guys needed to hear and whatever we needed to hear for this this episode today. And so the card that we pulled, we pulled it from our Earth Warriors Oracle deck that we pulled from in the past. This card is called Ixchel, Ixchel, I-X-C-H-E-L, and it's Medicine of the Rainbow Jaguar. Ooh, it is Medicine of the Rainbow Jaguar. Better say that again. Like, that is (laughs) insane. Yeah, and it's the most beautiful card ever. We'll put it on our show notes so that way you guys can see it and, like, get mesmerized by it because it's healing. Like, literally just looking at it, it has, like hummingbirds and like jaguars and rainbows and like and the art is from this beautiful artist that lives in Kauai um that I met in a kismet way Mm -hmm. her art and her name is Isabella Mariposa Galactica um, which is if you guys if you guys don't follow her on Instagram uh, we'll put it in our show notes the link to her Instagram and we'll put in the show notes the picture of this card because it is like visionary Mm -hmm. art that is so beautiful So um, the meaning of this card. So this card says, Ictchul protects you now as you transition from one life phase to the next. With her rainbow light, this guardian goddess instructs you on how to use great power with wisdom to nourish only what is worthy. Using jaguar medicine with perfect timing, she confronts that which is unworthy of her devotion, eradicating destructive forces and creating space for healing, relief, and rebirth. Her presence is the wild power of the jaguar, the renewal promise of the rainbow, and divine feminine creativity. All darkness shall be gone. It's so good. It's beautiful. And as we're talking about past lives today, you know, let that energy guide you. Mm -hmm. Like you, this rainbow goddess of like protection and healing and fierce like leopard energy um, where all darkness is gone and you are guided through whatever rebirth you're going through like in transitions now, but also like in this lifetime, how we have these rebirth and death cycles. So just to guide you guys real quick, I just want to drop in with all of our listeners and have you guys take a big, deep inhale and a big exhale and take an inhale in and exhale. One more inhale in. And exhale. Now I invite you guys to feel or imagine that there is a rainbow starting at your left side, arcing over your head and landing on your right side. With your mind's eye, see that rainbow above you. Then the right side arcs underneath you and joins back up with the start of the rainbow on your left. You now have an oval rainbow shape around you. And think out loud these words. The rainbow light brings me healing 
blessing and spiritual grace now according to unconditional divine love. The Divine Mother brings me all that I need with such generosity and wisdom. Rest in this rainbow light, allowing it to bring you healing. Think again. Jaguar medicine honors my soul and divine love now. Mm. Allow yourself to feel and visualize this jaguar emerging from the depths of your soul as you have the rainbow oval around your body. Mm. I love that. So beautiful. And I feel like this card was so necessary, especially for talking about like past lives and all of this juicy, but fun and like crazy energetic stuff. So I'm glad that we pulled this card for you. And that's why we wanted to read it. So Mm -hmm. you guys can have this protective rainbow energy around you. So now we will (laughs) move into introducing you guys to Steffi. So welcome, Steffi. Hey, Steffi. Hi, you two lovely souls. (laughs) Thank you for having me on. Oh my gosh, I love you both. So excited to have you. Jaguar energy, y'all. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Jaguar mixed with the rainbow. It's just like, and we're recording today on Lionsgate 8 8, and your birthday. Just seven, seven, eight, eight. <laughs> and it's just like, if it's really, it's like a crazy energetic time today. Mm-hmm. And right now, like the sun is in alignment with Sirius, another star in the galaxy. And it's just like, feels like things are coming to the surface. Like mm-hmm. we're ascending and we're so grateful to be with you. You're such an amazing person. You two both are too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the energy is palpable. Yeah. You, could, you could feel it all day yesterday. You yeah. can feel it today. It's a special energy. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's crazy. We all got together yesterday, and um, it was the first time Dana and Steffi had met and, like, just, like, shared space with each other. We did a sound bath. We did a past life regression. We did all, <laughs> all the things. Cow ceremony. Cow ceremony. Like, we went ham. <laughs> we totally went ham. Yeah. All of us performed a ceremony, too. Oh, my god! All three of us performed a ritual ceremony that yeah. is so true so it was an even energy exchange yes, totally. oh my gosh i love yeah. that i performed a cacao ceremony dina to Sansa and Steffi performed a past life regression and that shit was crazy yeah so crazy <laughs> yeah but the first time that they met literally like they were talking like they've known each other for a thousand years because they probably have yeah, yeah. which we'll talk about <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Steffi just like started channeling just like she did when she met me and like it was oh, yeah so just like crazy special too like we were all crying and she so (laughs) i just was you know meeting i shana has known Steffi for a long time like we were saying but i was meeting her for the first time and she's just like are you open to messages i was like yes please of course and she's like uh is something been happening with your right ear and like i'm hearing this like weird sound or like feeling in your ear and i was like uh yes actually (laughs) like i didn't I haven't given that much thought into it, but like for the last like week or so, like every once in a while I was getting this sound in my right ear, like she said, um, of like kind of like water in my ear or something. And I had just been ignoring it, like whatever, I'm too busy to think about it. And she was like, yeah, whatever that is, like I'm feeling like your father energy, like coming forward and telling you, you need to listen to 
his brother in this lifetime. And so you, you guys, I've told you before, but my dad passed away um, just like a year ago. And then his brother is still alive, but he's like around 90. So it's probably getting close to his time to kind of leave mm-hmm. this world and transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she like told me about this photo that I have this photo and it's of this when I'm a kid with all my siblings in this like pedal boat with this big wheel on it. And it's like this colorful photo. That's like one of my treasures from my childhood. Um, like one of my favorite photos. And then she's like, yeah, your dad wants to bring you that photo and show, and show you like he's connecting with you mm-hmm. there. And I was just like in full tears, like, <laughs> okay. Like just so mm-hmm. amazing. And like we had just been meeting for the first time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like blown away by you. And then and then she performed um, on Shana a past life regression ceremony. Mm-hmm. So, and I got to witness it and be kind of like the note taker. Too. Yeah, and she took some fierce notes <laughs> that both of us don't remember either. Yeah. yeah. So that's the crazy thing is like Steffi just like spills the stuff out of her. Like <laughs> it's straight up meant to come out of her yeah. for whoever she's around. And then she doesn't even remember it. Mm-mm. Like, right? Like, you don't no. remember. No, people will reach out to me six months later because I approach many people on the street. It's yeah. a little bit of a habit. Uh, and they'll say, how do we stay connected with you? I'll give them my Instagram or my phone number. And I'll, six months later, they say, remember when you said this and that? It happened or whatever. And I'll be like, that's so awesome. I have no recollection of meeting them, seeing them, or doing what I or whatever. And that's so great because it's like you're so present. And so Steffi and her human design chart has um, her super defined spleen, which is all about intuition and instincts and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's connected to her throat. And so is her solar plexus, Mm -hmm. which is all about spirit consciousness and (laughs) um, emotions. And that's connected to her throat as well. And so literally like her being so present, like, or you being so present, like it's so it's just so important and like it spills out of you like through your throat chakra. Yes. Like you just have to say it I'm out merely like, in that channel. moment yeah. and then letting it go and like forgetting about it is like so healthy for you energetically. It's like <laughs> amazing. So it's just yeah. like when you tell me like, wait, I, I said that yesterday. I'm like, how do you not remember? <laughs> but it's like, oh, you were so present and just like channeling intuition. So if you guys have your spleen connected to your throat, just know like you're intuitive. Like you should start trusting that side of yourself um, and voicing and men voicing to it. speak it. Yes. Because yes. I think a lot it. of people do feel that intuition, but mm-hmm. they're scared and fearful of what will their response be, uh-huh. which was majority of my life. I would get messages and I would feel so fearful in telling yeah. them and I would judge myself. But if that channel is connected and it's defined, I'm meant to tell people what yeah. I'm intuitively feeling. Right. And isn't that so freeing, like, knowing it? Like, instead of being Absolutely. like, I want to speak this my whole life, but then seeing yeah. it, you're trying to be like, oh, no, I'm meant to speak When it. I saw that channel, I was like, oh, hey, y'all. Okay, <laughs> meant to be. I felt yeah. really, really empowered seeing that yeah. and that my soul chose this, uh-huh. and this is what I'm meant to do, or at least for the time being meant to channel mm-hmm. and be a vessel so spirit can run through me mm-hmm. and touch whoever I'm Yeah. So or give the message. What was that like, like growing up? Like, how did you discover these gifts? And like, like, how did you like 
like, I don't know. Like, I can't even imagine. <laughs> How that. did you come to your intuitive and energetic gifts? It's so tough because I think about my life and I've never not known being this way. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has source running through them. We're yeah. all beings of light, but it's do we lean into that or do we stray away? Mm-hmm. And I have to say that, unfortunately or fortunately, starting this journey of this lifetime, I went through darkness mm-hmm. and it's really the darkness before the dawn. So starting these gifts, uh, I was really scared and fearful and I did attract some negative entities or just didn't trust that and that manifested in different ways. But now that I'm starting to lean in and trust the universe and trust the messages and that I'm a guide, it's a little easier to channel, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Were you ever like as a little kid, like channeling stuff and like, did you just think it was normal? Like everyone did that? I thought everyone saw ghosts. I thought everyone (laughs) heard voices. I would go in as a child and talk about my grandma who wasn't still around. Like she was still there. And my mom and dad would be so freaked out by it. How did you know that you never met them? Things like that. Mm. But it wasn't really until I was 13, 14 when spirit started coming forward so often that I knew it wasn't a coincidence. Mm. And then I think around 18, I predicted my aunt's death. And uh, a few who I was very connected to. And my soul, my soul has been connected to her for many, many times, many moons. Um, Mm -hmm. But I predicted that when I was 18. And then, like I said, I just went through a a period of trial and error where I was attracting really negative forces, Mm -hmm. but uh, became empowered by really just listening to my soul Mm -hmm. and what I needed to know. And uh, trusting yourself and trusting who you are mm -hmm. and trusting, which is so hard (laughs) to really do. It's fascinating to me because I've never had like any experiences or like, uh, like with ghosts or like with other people's energies or like hearing things for them. Like I have a completely open um, spleen center. So now it makes sense to me. But like before knowing about human design, like I always just thought like, like that's crazy that people experience that. But like, I don't know, like if it has meaning for me, great. If it doesn't, great. Like I don't really know. But it would. I can't even imagine like being a child, like having these messages or things come through. Ghosts like, all the time. Yeah, I would see ghosts so all the time. Is anyone else in your family psychic? So or- my grandfather had an extremely great memory and would recall things. But I always thought when people explained it to mm-hmm. me, I never met him. That he was channeling. Mm. And he would recall certain things, but then he would talk about the future. Mm -hmm. So I do believe my grandpa was psychic. Mm. My father, so it's all paternal. My father also uh, saw some of the same entities and ghosts in this one house we're living in. Mm -hmm. So he also had the gift. That's crazy. Like, I, I, it's crazy because you never met him. No. But I really believe there's something like, when I, when, like, in that, you know, like, in it being ancestry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that it's, like, a gift that's passed down. I think like, so, too. It's so interesting how your, like, genes and the gene keys in human design and astrology mm-hmm. are all connected. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. But those ghosts and those entities that I discussed, those are really low frequencies. Yeah. And, um... People get really scared and say, I don't want to see ghosts. And mm-hmm. ghosts don't show themselves to you unless it's energetically. Mm-hmm. 
it's energetically um, like matching your vibe. Like it's the same as your Exa- vibration. Thank you. Because um, your so, vibration attracts other same vibration mm-hmm. to you and your life. Exactly. Right. So you really have to call in those energies. But I had a divine intervention. <laughs> Some of my angels came forward. And now I only channel people who have passed away, people who are high vibrational mm-hmm. souls that really have come forward I don't see ghosts anymore. Mm. I don't mess with that. Yeah. They don't mess with me. Yeah. And now when I'm channeling, it's really from a really divine source of light and being. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you're such a loving person. Like just being around you, I feel like you're like this beam of love mm-hmm. and light and also like laughter and joy. Like you're really funny and effervescent and like. I really feel like receiving a, a message from you is so beautiful because it's coming from you. Like yeah. just your essence. Like, um, and I think it's so amazing how we're all here in this lifetime to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have our design that our soul chose so that we can be ourselves, so that we can give to the world us. Like, yeah. period. Yeah. And so, like, meeting you as a person and then like all of your intuitive gifts and all of your knowledge and all of the like capability that you have to like move energy and shift energy and assist people with their own energy. It all is just like so beautiful and can only be described as like you, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's such a unique thing that is just an extension of who you are. It's not like something outside of you that you've cultivated. It's literally who you are. Mm -hmm. You're, you're a clear channel. It's like, it's so so crazy. Like learning about like channeling, like I feel like everyone is here to channel something. Yes. Absolutely. Like, everyone totally. channels. Like, and just in different ways. Right. But we are all meant to be here to connect to that source. Yeah. Right. I remember saying everyone. to Dana, like, Dana always channeled music and, like, mm-hmm. like, like, writing, lyrics, yeah. writing music and, like, it, the most beautiful stuff. And I never felt like I was creating it. I felt like I was just there. I knew how to make music. Uh-huh. And the music would come, like, through me. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. like, I'm just writing it down or I'm yeah. just recording it. Creativity uh-huh. is divine. It yes. absolutely is. But you've been, Dana, super intuitive with me the past 24 hours. Well, I think my open spleen yes. is, like... Which is so funny because people always say to me, well, you're psychic. Don't you know? Why do you get yourselves (laughs) into these situations or with these people or this and that? I don't channel for myself. That don't work that way. So it's amazing when I'm around there. One of my best friends also has an open spleen and Mm -hmm. she channels for me. She's one of the only people that can. So Mm -hmm. Dana said a few things to me yesterday, things that I've been working on in some shadow work. She channeled a direct message right to me. That was, I think, my spirit's talking to yours or who knows. I mean, I just felt it when I was standing over you. It was so clear. (laughs) So So anyway, we're all... And yeah. you, Shayna, you're and essentially... Then, well, it's crazy because I literally, like, my whole life I've been, like, people, like, have all these natural gifts and, like, they have, like, their thing and, like, whatever. Like, what's my thing? Like, I don't channel anything. Like, what is it? And, like, it literally wasn't until recently that I was, like, well, like, I would say, like, the last year, like, that I realized that I channel, like, human design and, like, yeah. mm-hmm. talking to people about their bot like how they work how their energy works and I like thinking back on my life I was like well I guess like in my positions like when hiring people like I instantly knew like who they were and like what they'd be good at and what they wouldn't be good at or if they were good to hire or not and like that was me like assessing their energy and like mm-hmm. how they'd be good but like and I was channeling that but I had no idea and so mm-hmm. and then human design really like just like 
sometimes I literally have no idea what I'm going to say. And it just like pours through Mm me. So then, so like my point is, is that everyone channels something. They might not know what it is yet, but like, that's what all this whole journey, like of Mm self-discovery is, is like, what are you here to like, that lights you up. That's meant to just flow through you to others and like feed others. And for you, it's like spirit, like intuitive, psychic, like medium, like past lives. Like it's, it's so much stuff because you're manifesting generator too. <laughs> but like, but like it's so necessary. Like it feeds people's soul. Like when you let that flow through you, like it's mm-hmm. like people need it. And like you seriously like healed some crazy shit for me yesterday mm-hmm. in our past life regression. Like it's just, it's so needed. So if you're out there and you're thinking like, what do I channel? Like just wait, it's there. You can find it. Ask the universe yeah. to like help me see what I channel. Too. I mean, yeah. really just taking that time for you, whatever that means. Yeah. Calling in that, talking to spirit, talking to yourself. What does your body need today? How do I nourish it? Yeah. If with food, with relationships, with laughter. Mm-hmm. That's how I just started really, really calling in. Mm. It was really taking that time to meditate, taking that time to exercise. It's yeah. just, so, it's so 101, but yeah. it's easier said than done when you have totally. life. Yeah. But we let life be so heavy and so burdensome and that's not why we're here we're here to be beings of light and to really just bounce off one another which is also what human design is about all those different energies yeah Yeah. so working so if you're trying to really high tune that intuitive channel i always think they can't see what i'm doing (laughs) i talk with my hands mg status i keep doing this like it's a radio dial right turning it up and turning it down so my whole life when I'm in a bar I or when I'm in yoga class or anything, there's so many energies coming in. And all I have to do is turn that radio down because this mm. is me time. And I'm not going to be mm. able to give those messages until I've given myself that self-love. Mm. Yes. Yes. So important. So. And this whole oh, thing about, that. like, discovering yourself and being your highest potential, mm-hmm. I can't say this enough. It's not outside of you. Your highest potential is in within you. you. Yes. It is not outside of you. Jaguar energy. It yeah. is within <laughs> you. And so, like, if you are ever feeling like you're not enough, which all of us have probably felt that at some point or another, mm-hmm. like, you are. Mm-hmm. You are more than enough. You are beautiful, divine gift to this world. And like mm-hmm. you were saying, Steffi, like, you need to look back to yourself if you want to find mm-hmm. what your thing is what your gift is to this world, the thing that you channel, it is within you. So you are going to find it by loving yourself, by taking time for yourself, by Mm. seeing yourself, by being kind to yourself, Mm. by doing the things that you love. Like that is how you're going to make forward progress about your life path is looking within. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's not without you. You know, it's not outside of you. It's not something you can go look for out there. You have to come in here and remember. Absolutely. So, and it's really beautiful to be sitting like next to these two beautiful women. Like I'm looking at both of you, like (laughs) living as yourself, Mm -hmm. giving to the world. It's such a beautiful, magnetic, lovely thing to be around people who are themselves and who are giving their true essence out to the world like that is how we change the world that is how we raise the vibration of the planet Mm -hmm. is by letting yourself be who you are yeah and that is it Mm -hmm. that is it authentically you (sighs) which i really want to talk about past lives because Mm -hmm. and like how that affects you you now and like how that can help assist you in like going deeper and like seeing yourself and like 
up leveling and raising your vibration and channeling mm-hmm. and all of that shit, like clearing blockages. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you get into past lives? Like what, like what did that, like, like how did that just happen? So I'm trying to think of all the different things I've dabbled in as far as spirituality and past life regression came to me. It just as naturally as the other things, but I led myself through a guided meditation one day, one random day when I was going through some stuff. And I was, it was an aha moment where I realized the past life it brought me to, it brought up a lot of relationships in this life that I really needed to shed light on. Mm -hmm. So when I think about past life, I think about at this moment in my life, what do I need to know from the past that will help me unlock emotional trauma, Mm -hmm. relationships? What is this person? What is our soul contract? What does it mean in this life? And what did they mean in the past life? Mm. So how I got into it, I just stumbled upon it, like many other things mm-hmm. I've done, which we can talk about later as an MG. I think I've done like palm reading and human. I've always just kind of dabbled, but yeah. past life came to me so naturally. And then people talk about, there's a famous book called Many Lives, Many Masters, yes. which I highly recommend. We will I, put that in the I, show notes. Mm-hmm. Many Lives, Many Masters. And I didn't, I already had done past life regressions on myself. And then what I do is I just channel and think really hard about uh, how I'd curate an exper- this experience mm-hmm. for other people. And I've got it down to a science, but I do tweak it depending on what energy I feel on that person. When I'm performing the ceremony, mm-hmm. I will tweak and cha- whatever their spirit guides tell mine, mm-hmm. I will tweak it based on that that soul. Mm-hmm. So can you walk us through, like, what is a past life regression ceremony like? Like, what happens when someone meets with you? Mm-hmm. So past life regression. So I think about it as really the trajectory of your soul's journey, what it's gone through. Mm-hmm. And in a ceremony and Shana, please like chime in because we both had the experience together. Yeah. But it's basically a it's a therapeutic, you could call it therapy, you could call it a ceremony. It's just uh-huh. a guided meditation where I'm channeling but also just walking you gently through this life. Mhm. And how this life has impact, been impacted uh-huh. by several other li- of your lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost like hypnotic. There is. Like, I, several people do go into hypnosis, but I think it's more so too just really your subconscious yeah. is really just kind of being brought up to the surface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things that you've... Perfect way of describing it is you guys have met people in your life and instantly that connect. You know you have met them before, but you haven't. Mm-hmm. Where do I know this person? Where have we met? Yeah. What have we done together? There is that familiar familiarity. Yeah. I'm just like really connecting with you guys. I'm not even paying attention to English. <laughs> and then there's places too. You go to you travel to places you've never been before and you walk around like you know the place. Yes. And yeah. that's not a coincidence. That is your your soul is taking you to that place, is taking you to that person based on your contract in this life. And you need to be reminded. It's usually when you need to be reminded of the lesson in that life or need to be reminded of that person in your, in your karmic contract. Yeah. Wow. I have chills as yeah. you're describing all of that because mm-hmm. it's resonating as such truth yeah. to me. And at this time it. in your life too because the regression we I performed on you yesterday you brought up some stuff that you needed to know right now but if I did it in maybe two weeks 
Three weeks, be different. Four months, four years. You would go to a different life at a different time yeah. to know what lessons you need to know. And it's crazy because I always thought like, like, yeah, like past, like, I know I've lived many lives. Like, I know that I have past lives, but I always thought like, well, those are past lives. Like I'm in this life now. So like, it's cool to know that like, you know, I totally think that that's, that is a thing, but like, what does I, it what, have to do yeah, with what does me do now? With it now? I'm like, I don't feel like I have that much trauma to heal or whatever from a past life. But then after doing this, like I did, I, it's like, I forgot. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's so I needed to, to know these, these lessons that I learned yesterday, but I didn't know that I needed them. Mm-hmm. But then like, once I got them, I was like, it just made me have, have so much more appreciation for the people that like I've had past lives with. Like, I didn't know that I wasn't appreciating them as much. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, and then once you have this experience where like you remember this past life, with this person or these people, whatever, then you have a different like depths of like appreciation for them mm-hmm. and like with them and like this just stronger bond mm-hmm. just like subconsciously now. Like whether it's like real or not, like say I just made it all up, mm-hmm. like it's still like such a big lesson for me to learn. Like it's so meaningful. Your subconscious is bringing forward. Yeah. What it was so know. real for mm-hmm. me. Like it was so vivid. It was so like, like you could helpable. see, you could see like the visual yes. of like the lifetime. Like she asked you what clothes you're wearing. What, where are you? And you could like look around and it's like vibrant and yes. colorful. And like, you can almost feel that you're truly, truly there. Yes. And also for listeners, just to kind of harp in in case this, this is new to them, you reincarnate with the same soul group. So your mom now might have been your child or a lover in a past life, which I think people get really hung up on because mm-hmm. <laughs> our bodies now, we are just vessels in these bodies. Yeah. Uh, and also, you if you're female now, you could have been a man in a past life, mm-hmm. which a lot of people, I think it's tough to kind of wrap your head around that. Mm-hmm. But once you're deep in the past life, it, you don't feel anything but that your yeah. soul. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. right? So do you want to? Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So my experience. Like, just like Should a little you? bit about it. Like she walked me through like getting there. And then once I was there, like my first experience was the most profound, I think for me personally, it took a while to get to it. Like Dana wrote down all the questions that she asked me and how I answered them was just like, that's pretty profound too. Yeah. But like the base, like general basis of it was like, I was a child, like so young, that I didn't know like how old I was. I didn't know if I was a boy or a girl because I was so young and I just kept feeling like I'm so young. And then like, I was lost. Like I was in the forest and I was like, I had barely like any clothes and I was just so lost. Like I didn't know where I was or like what, like anything. It was just like this feeling of like, like such innocence, like so innocent that like, I didn't even know that it was bad that I was lost or that I was like, I didn't feel scared. I didn't feel like upset because I had no point of reference. It's like, I wasn't like, Oh, I remember this super happy time with my family. And now I'm in a cold and not happy time. So now I can compare it and know that this is worse. Like I didn't have that point of reference to compare. So for me, it was just like, I'm here and like, I'm a child. And so then she asked me like, who is there with you? And I was like, no person is here. And then she was like, is there anything else with you? And there was a horse with me. And this horse, like, she was like, okay, look into this horse's eyes. Like, who is this 
horse? Like, is this horse anyone or anything in your life now? And it was like so clear, so vivid, like looking into like, imagine like I literally could like feel the horse's like fur on my forehead. Like I had my forehead up against the horse's head and like looking into its eyes and just like, like looking around and in an instant, I knew that it was Brian. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, I, love that. I knew with no hesitation, like I've seen those eyes. I've seen that soul behind those eyes. Like I know that this is Brian, my boyfriend, AKA soulmate in this lifetime. <laughs> and like, and then she was like, okay, I'm going to fast forward to when you died. And like, it was like, not that far ahead. And he like was the only thing I knew, like I was just so young and I just had this horse and I was in the forest, like in the middle of nowhere. And we both died of starvation. And like, he, he could like kept me warm. Like I would like, like cuddle in like his little horse spoon like, <laughs> and like, like he would like keep me warm and like was just there with me. Like he was literally just like there with me. Like, and that was it. Like he was there with me. I just remember being like, so small and like withering away, but just thinking in my mind, like, I'm just so small, but I wasn't scared. I was just thinking like, I'm here with this thing. Like I didn't even know it was called a horse. Brian and I just had this experience of like, he was just there for me. And like, he died before me and then I died, but like, I stayed next to him. Like, even though he was dead, like as a horse, like, and, but it wasn't scary. Like I can't like emphasize and that enough. wasn't that like the takeaway lesson from that lifetime you felt like was like fear is a point of reference. Yes, exactly. And love is a point of reference. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what you have been taught to know and believe conditions you and your belief about fear. Yes. What you have been taught to know and believe conditions you about love. Mm -hmm. And that if you have no people conditioning you, there is no such thing as fear for a child. No. You are open. You are there. You are present. Yeah. You are in it. Like, and I you're not afraid. so much love. You only had love. Yeah. Even in this. And so that was the lesson that you learned is how mm. much conditioning conditions you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if it's considered, fear. like, good. Like, right. you know, like, a safe environment, food. Those are good things. But, like, I didn't have that point of reference. All I felt was love for this horse being there with me mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. walking throughout this forest, like trying to figure out where the heck I am, but like not even, not even trying to figure out where I was. Like I wasn't trying to figure out where I was. I was just there. Scared. I was just there. You're just present. How yeah. present. Seriously. Yeah. Now I like feel so connected with Brian. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's like you really appreciate like, him. We had this such this experience and he took care of me and like he was just there for me and I was there for him. And like, it was just so like, so profound and like literally mm. woke up this morning and <laughs> Brian was like like kissing us goodbye like kissing the pups and me and like he was going to work and then like I just like opened my eyes and he would just look down at me and like caressed my hair and was like I'm your horse <laughs> <laughs> I love and I was that. like so romantic oh, and so deep <laughs> Oh, great. Yeah. And so funny. it was really cool for me. It was an honor to watch you guys. And normally when Steffi does, you're when normally when you do these, you're just you and the person. Mm -hmm. um, but in this situation, I was like allowed to witness. And it was really beautiful because both of them were in it. You know, Shayna was like very relaxed in her subconscious state, like laying down. And Steffi too. I mean, you were like in your just like energy worker, like 
you know, feeling her chakras and guiding her and just, like, it was really cool to see, like, the connection and presence between you guys. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I got to, of course, write down and hear, like, the things that you both said, which you kind of don't really remember too much because you were so in it. Uh Um, But, like, it was so beautiful to watch Steffi, like, lead her through these lives and then ask her these questions that were prompting. And then Shayna would just come up with this answer and and then they would kind of flow together to create mm-hmm. and understand what was there and what was happening. And then at the end, Steffi would ask her in every lifetime, because you guys did, you went through three yeah. lifetimes. And in the end, she would say, like, what is the lesson from this lifetime? And that was the part that got me. Like, I oh. was like, holy cow. Because as Steffi was asking Shana questions in the different lifetimes, you were kind of answering as if you were like a character mm-hmm. of someone else. Like I I, when you were this child, you were kind of answering like a child. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. And then when you're a man in this in other lifetime, lifetime, you were very clear when you spoke and uh-huh. decisive about yeah. the things that you felt and direct. Yeah. And like you were saying her sacral was like on fire. When yeah. you're, and I know you now as a non-energy being, and yeah. your, yeah, her sacral was blown up. Oh, my god! And then the the third lifetime, your throat chakra, where you were constricted and uh-huh. you couldn't speak up for yeah. yourself, was also on fire. Wow. Yeah. So while you're feeling her, Steffi, while she's going through these lifetimes, what is your, like, what's kind of going through your mind as far as, like, helping her energy move and stuff? I also am channeling and I ask spirit to show me what she's seeing. So we might be seeing different versions of lives, but they are slowly guiding me to the question. So I Mm. ask about where you are and who I always ask them to bring a soul forward. And I always, uh, before I bring that soul forward, ask that it's the person that she needs to know now in this life. Mm. So when I'm, I'm also going through her chakras and feeling what needs to be pulled because there is, there is some spillover in some lives where you might not subconsciously know it, but you are carrying that energy from that lifetime. Yeah. It could be a phobia or a fear. Mm-hmm. It could be a relationship where you're just not feeling connected to that person, even though you know you're supposed to be with them. Mm-hmm. It could even be a family contract or a karmic contract. Mm-hmm. So when I'm flowing through your energy, if there's something that's on fire, it's mostly because it needs to either be just acknowledged mm-hmm. or needs to be pulled. So I, I think you saw there's sometimes mm-hmm. where I would pull, physically pull energy and you're like, out of your... Like releasing or like releasing. setting that free. Yep, oh. setting it free. So you, Shayna, right now, so you don't feel that that heavy sure. burden yeah. that that life has felt. Yeah. So when I'm channeling, I'm really just kind of going through the experience with them. Yeah, I could be seeing something completely different, mm-hmm. but I always ask that Shana, that you are protected. So it's also a protective thing for her. Yeah. And you're so I'm really guarding. Space. I'm really guarding Shana in that totally. moment. Yeah. So I'm almost like a bridge. I bridge the gap between their lives, the spirit realm, and right here. Totally. So I'm almost like the trifecta the, yeah. of all the three. So that's the best way yes. I can describe it. Oh, I see that so much when I was watching you. I felt like you were like, almost like, I don't know how to say this, the midwife. Right? There's like <laughs> this, birth there's a life. birth happening. There's the, yeah. the mother and the baby, and then you're the midwife. Like you're holding the space, you're making sure it's safe, you're mm-hmm. guiding it, you're leading it, but you're not giving the birth. You're facilitating mm-hmm. 
someone else recalling their truth. Uh, And you're helping, like, you know the things to do and say and be. But, like, yeah, you. it's like... They're in the driver's seat and I'm giving the directions. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. I'm the Waze or the Google Maps. (laughs) If we're going to do millennial terms. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but Google Maps you actually trust and they don't lead you on, like, a a weird road and you're like, what is happening? I don't trust you. So we have... We don't have hashtag trust issues here, but, um, but I always, when people ask about past life regressions, I think they feel like I'm going to imprint anything on them. No. And I really, really, cause when I channel, I do, I say mm-hmm. whatever I think and like feel what's coming out, what's yeah. coming out. And a lot of people are taken aback by that. But when I do the past life regression ceremony, it really is that person is in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really felt that. Like I felt like so... I felt surprised by myself, mm-hmm. you know, because I've never ch- like channeled spirit or past lives or anything like that. Yeah, I felt surprised by myself of like what I was seeing was so vastly different from like the three lives and like how it just like unfolded, like with your questions that were guiding me. Like I needed that guidance. It's because when I was in a past life, it was like as if I'd always been in it. So it's like how you can just sit like passively in your life and you can just like literally sit in a room and like not think anything of it. But then if someone asks you like, what color are your bed sheets? And you're like, oh, they're white. But like you're not thinking like, I have white bed sheets. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell everyone. It's like someone Mm -hmm. asked you that question. So it's like when I first would like get there, it was just like I was there. And then when you said like, okay, are you a man or a woman? And I'd be like, oh, I'm a man. Yeah, I think one of my like, favorite. It's not something that I'm sitting there thinking like I am a man. No, like, one of my favorite moments was, and you remember, she was in the 1800s, and I asked her where her favorite. Which again, I don't know why I channeled this, yeah. but I said, "What's your favorite spot in the, or spot or object in the house?" And she just so blankly was like, "My rocking chair." Yes, yeah. and then she's like, "What color is it? Brown, obviously." Yeah, you were like, "It's brown. Yeah. It's mine. It's my rocking chair." Which was just so, again, but yeah. you answered those all of the questions so fluidly. And that was a powerful question. I mean, it, it started off as just like, what's your favorite object in your house that brings you joy? Look around. And then she's like, my brown rocking chair, obviously. But then you were like, why? And then she was like, because it's mine. And she said, oh. And then Steffi said, and everything else is that everything else belongs to your husband. And this is the oh, one thing oh, that belongs yeah. to you. And Shana said, yeah, my husband would never sit in that chair. It's too feminine for him. And it's the one thing that is mine. And that was a powerful thing in that lifetime. This chair, it's just a chair, but it is the one thing that is yours because it scares your husband because it's too feminine and he would never touch it. And so Mm -hmm. it was like your one source of power in that lifetime. Like that is my chair. It is the thing that brings me joy. It is feminine and beautiful, and my husband will never take it away from me. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. And so that was a question that was mm-hmm. so powerful yeah. and guided by spirit for you to ask her mm-hmm. because in the object there was a lesson yeah. and a deeper feeling and connectedness that yeah. you were guided to bring forward. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, that, that was, was mind-blowing. Yeah. It was also, like, vivid. Just because, like, she asked me to, like, picture somewhere that was a beautiful moment for you in that that mm-hmm. lifetime. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. I was just, like, on this hill, like, looking over this valley. And, like, the sun was setting. And it was so real for me. 
and like so beautiful. And that whole time that I was in that past lifetime, like my body was physically tight, like Mm -hmm. so constricted. And like, I was this woman in the 1800s and like, I had, I was blonde, like white, I had a super tight bun. (laughs) You couldn't stop talking about the bun. Yeah, I was like, I have a bun. I really want to take it out, (laughs) but I can't. But you weren't allowed to. Yeah, like I had to like maintain this appearance and like hold my shit together, but I was really nervous. And anyways, so like, but this moment of like, this like peace and this beauty. Like I remember just feeling like this is mine. Like this sunset, this moment is mine. Like no one can take that away from me. And like, even though I have like all of this like crazy toxic masculinity that is like so controlling over my life, like and this moment was just so beautiful. And like how you can find the beauty in things, like how you can find the beauty in nature and around you without your whole life having to be beautiful and like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean you can tap into that beauty and appreciate it even when things are challenging and you're struggling yes and a mere out few hours later you led a ceremony and you talked about earlier in the podcast how you, you didn't know if you could channel yeah and I was sitting in that ceremony bawling listening to you because of how clearly you channeled yeah seriously so maybe those lessons came through and then Mm. all of a sudden you're really embodied this life and this Mm. soul journey yeah it's crazy because it feels like those past lifetimes like really feel like something that I've always known now Mm -hmm. you know oh yeah like it feels like it's just like such a strong part of me like yeah like of course like I went through this and like it strengthened me and I learned this, this lesson, Mm -hmm. like in all of them, I feel that so profoundly and that, and makes me who I am now. Like, I don't necessarily feel like, for instance, with Brian and the horse, like, I feel like that's why I'm so strongly connected and so safe. And so like, just easy, like with Brian. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, that's why it makes sense. Like, I don't need necessarily feel like, um, like, oh, I, I learned now that I can trust Brian. Like, right. I don't it's feel not like so that's like, secure. It's like, that oh, security. that's why. And same thing with like this lifetime as the woman, like who couldn't do anything because her husband had to do it for her. And like, but then like, I feel like, oh, that's why I always do find the beautiful moments. Like whenever I'm looking at any like nature or like beautiful scenery, like I take a moment to like really just be there and be like, this is mine. Like. This is whoa! I just I like really, and I always tell everyone like everyone just stop, look at this view, like make a wish or send gratitude out, like really feel this moment. I always do that, and I think it's from like it's just like like you discovered it originally in that that lifetime, lifetime. and now it's just a tool that you know how to do because your soul learned that exactly, and she needed to know that yesterday really badly. Yeah, in this moment of your life, you needed to know that. Yeah. And it feels so supportive. And then my second lifetime was as a man, like in Morocco. And like, I had a wife who was my best friend, Emma, in this lifetime. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember looking at her, like, thinking, like, she's so beautiful. And she had, like, dark brown hair. And and this of was like, who who is she in this lifetime? And I, like, looked in her eyes. And instantly I felt like, this is Emma. (laughs) It's so funny. I know. People always get tripped up on that. Yeah. Which, it feels so good, though, because, like, when I am with Emma, I do feel like this not like romance <laughs> because like but you can love that like, I feel this like love connection yeah with her of like like we take care of each other in like mm-hmm. a husband and wife way yeah but not like where one has to be masculine one has to be feminine not like that way mm-hmm. but just in like this way of like we've had kids together <laughs> oh no I, <laughs> like, I yeah I've, I've performed 40 to 50 past life regressions in oh. my lifetime 
And it's so funny how people who are siblings were lovers or yeah. people who were friends or were your lovers. Mother or father your mother or father. But that to me gave me the most empowerment when I was yes. when I went through my regressions. I really realized my karmic uh, soul contracts mm-hmm. with people. And that's another yeah. thing about past life too, just to wrap it up, is it's a lot about karma. Yeah. So what you do in this lifetime and how you treat people, it really does come full circle. Yeah. Good and bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that will be paid back in whatever life, if it's this this life or the next, you will be paired with that person for optimal soul growth. Mm-hmm. And essentially, once that contract has been fulfilled, it's done. You write it off. You both meet and say, are we good? Or do we need, is there more karma that needs to be healed? So mm-hmm. just to like understand a little more, like let's say, for example, in a past life, a specific soul wronged me in whatever way, mm-hmm. betrayed me, mm-hmm. really hurt me. And it was never resolved yes. in that lifetime. Yes. And then we both pass on mm-hmm. and we reincarnate into a new lifetime as new people and when we're souls, before we're humans again, yes. we agree, hey, we didn't fix that yep. last time. Next time, let's get together in whatever way. We'll figure it out because I'm going to be me and you're going to be you. But mm-hmm. we'll meet and we'll mm-hmm. heal it this time. Absolutely. And you agree on that. Mm-hmm. Like, as you're a soul, you're like, okay, cool. We both need to you learn that. You shake hands right. and say this is what's going to happen. And that mm-hmm. is the soul contract. Absolutely. So when people Got say it. that, that's what it is. Yes. Got it's it. your soul before you're a human mm-hmm. agreeing with another soul. And like, what is the power of a soul contract? Like, would you say like, no matter what, it's going to happen? No, because you have free will as a human being. Ding, ding, and ding. And that's where it gets tricky because there are several contracts that do not get resolved and then you have to get him in the next one. Then you almost have to do homework. It's like, what are we doing wrong, guys? But it's so funny. I even talk to some of my best friends, and they feel so connected romantically with someone. Mm-hmm. And that person is not necessarily their soulmate, yes. right? Maybe, yes, they are. But our soulmates aren't necessarily our best match. Right. At all. No. Actually, I'd beg to say I that I think your soulmate is your worst match. Challenging. Um, because it's it's a challenging aspect. Things that are easy and flow, just like the horse, right? Right. Uh, there's love and security there. But sometimes our best relationships are the ones that challenge us. And right. those are those are the soul contracts that make you up level as a soul. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I feel, I have chills when you're saying a thing about free will. I think that's a really big thing that needs to be said. It's like. When you're a soul, you choose your design and you Mm -hmm. choose your gifts and you choose like the family you're going to have. You choose your soul contracts of karma you would like to learn through and grow through and resolve. Mm -hmm. Um, But once you become a human, you are are not necessarily connected to all of that. Or I think my opinion is when you're a child, you are. Absolutely. You are 100% connected to your soul and to yourself and to your highest self and like you just mm-hmm. know things uh-huh. but I think as you become a teenager you really start taking in this human world because you're here and you're like I want to learn about this physical plane that I'm in and as you take that stuff in you can really easily forget your connection to yourself your connection to soul and spirit and like kind of what you're here in this lifetime to do mm-hmm. and then it's a process of remembering unblocking it's like as you know, and I think, Sefi, that's a huge thing that you do with your gifts. If what I've observed is like, you're telling someone a message that spirit guided you to say or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
because it's going to release something in you that's blocking you from knowing, Mm -hmm. knowing yourself, knowing your soul contracts, knowing your life lessons that you want to learn, Mm -hmm. that you're here to learn, that you signed up to learn. But it's like without that unblocking, you always have free will to be an asshole. <laughs> exactly. Like if you want to be an asshole, you, you can. Oh, yeah. You, you and are entitled to do that. And there's that. so many of them walking around. Yeah. I mean, well, and if you just want to be like, um, like surfacey, like just yeah. like drifting you're through allowed life, to like do not that. getting. And that's not even. And you're people do that to mask pain yeah. and, yeah. And, to pa- and to mask learning those lessons. They're going to have to yeah. come back and do it all over right. again. And honestly, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Absolutely yes. not. That's a life too. Yeah. And Absolutely. that's a lesson in itself. Like yeah. having free will block yourself from living as your true self. Mm-hmm. Having your free will, like choosing to not connect with people, uh-huh. choosing to be alone, choosing to like. Like, mm-hmm. not fulfill yourself and be live in fear. Like, all of that yeah. is a choice. And that's valid because it's part of a human experience. Yeah. Or you can choose to unblock yourself and release and do the healing and meet with energy workers mm-hmm. and meet with yeah. friends and have sacred circle where you share and you release and you open up mm-hmm. so that you can remember yeah. who you are and, like, that's what's so amazing about your past life regressions. It's like mm-hmm. you, a part of you that is unconscious to you now, mm-hmm. always knew that. Mm-hmm. And with a guide, a person who cares and loves you and can hold space and protect you and guide you, mm-hmm. you can bring forward and remember mm-hmm. these things that were within you. Yeah. Because it's really so much more about remembering. Yeah, yeah it is. And just feeling that familiar feeling. You wonder why you feel that way, but you can't make that stuff up. That's right. deep within you. It's deep. Yeah. Yes. And even just going to places or being called to travel and feeling those familiar mm. feelings. Steffi, do you um, ever meet with people who will not allow themselves to go deep with you? Absolutely. And what is that like all the you? time? Uh, I think earlier on in my mediumship, it, it made me very self conscious because mm-hmm. I've always been. A person that likes to go really deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's like the double cancer in me <laughs> or the the channeling in me. So that would make me super self conscious. If someone yeah. was surface, it was almost like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to tell this message or mm-hmm. to do this thing. Mm-hmm. But now, so clearly, and that's also been a problem because I try to chip away and fix, and I can see their soul's potential almost right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It's just if that person is living that potential, and now I realize it's not my job to uh, guide them if they're not open so if people aren't open now I usually won't give the message and I will say to spirit hey they're not ready and I'm going to protect myself from this person and I've gotten really good at the past couple of years of not projecting and going up to people trying to heal them when they're not it won't matter anyway if they listen to the message because they're not ready and willing to accept their soul's journey yeah period in a sentence so that's protected me and I'm more enlightened. I'm like quoting myself mm-hmm. enlightened mm-hmm. because of that, mm-hmm. because I'm not willing to give my gifts to people who are not willing to receive. It's so interesting. Like your personal soul journey, mm-hmm. like how you are here to help other people in their mm-hmm. personal soul journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the same time, you're also just here to be you. Yes. You know, I struggle with yeah. a lot of things all the time. Right. Yeah, like I'm constantly struggling. Everyone does. Exactly. It's so human. Yes. Yeah. So that's amazing. And like 
what advice would you give someone? So if someone's listening to this and they've never really looked into their past lives and they're not very connected to like spirit consciousness, but they're curious, Mm -hmm. they kind of want to go deeper. They're Mm -hmm. like, this is interesting to me. What like recommendations would you give that person to start entering in the journey of going deeper? Pay attention. Pay attention to everything around you because nothing is a coincidence. Signs from spirit are so abundant and the universe is constantly giving you tugs that you're going on the right path. Mm -hmm. So that's my biggest thing. If you're trying to tune into that frequency, things that that, that you're thinking of a song comes up on the radio, you're thinking of a friend, they call you. That energy is so parallel and the universe is sending those things all the time. Those pings are on purpose. Mm. So really just, and listening to your gut, Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. So Mm. I know that sounds... Well, I mean, so, especially if you have a divine spleen or like yeah, I know. I guess, but just like, just paying attention to everything. Things, yeah. But that always goes back to paying attention means being present. present yeah. yeah, that's if I was to wrap it up in a bow. Yeah. Just like what like you had said earlier about everything is within. Just pay attention. Be out in nature, and really just enjoy life. Laugh mm-hmm. and bring joy however whatever that means to you and maybe go get a past life regression yeah <laughs> maybe go meet with a healer yeah. that can, that can yes and i i do energy work too i see a healer that pulls energy from me so mm-hmm. yeah just do whatever you can to do your homework and your due diligence of your soul work mm-hmm. you know whatever that means to decondition mm-hmm. i think that's also huge mm-hmm. yeah pay attention but also do the work, the, the tough stuff, and really look at that tarry, muddy, dirty side of you that you're shameful about. Bring that to the surface and yeah. let that Clear live. it out. Clear it out. And you have, the only way to clear it out to is to look right it at it. Yeah. Take it into your arms. Get it's your hands tough. dirty. Shadow work. Yeah. Whatever shadow work you want to look into. That's also another way to decondition, unblock. Mm-hmm. but to really be aware and pay attention and you're really into mm-hmm. the shadow work with Lacey Phillips right oh do yeah. you recommend Love. that to people yes the, her reparenting program and her shadow program mm-hmm. is phenomenal and we'll put that in the show notes I think her mm-hmm. website's called to be, to be magnetic and then one last thing I want to ask you about is as a manifesting generator because mm-hmm. we love that you are into human design and mm-hmm. have been living by your design And I think it shines so brightly, like your aura shines so brightly because you're really clear about who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, So can we just talk a little bit about like you're an intuitive and you are an energetic person, a psychic, a medium, like you have all of these energetic gifts. And then how has that translated into your career life being a manifesting generator? Gosh. Like you've done so many different things. Like, you have all these different interests, and they're all you, mm-hmm. but they're, like, you are a filmmaker. For Like, we haven't even talked about that. <laughs> yeah, a screenwriter. You're a screenwriter like. <laughs> and a filmmaker and a talented actress, and mm-hmm. you, with your energy work, you've done palm healing. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what other things have you done? Palm reading, human design reading, reading uh, past life regression. I've done tarot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just plain psychic mediumship, and you um, danced growing up too, right? Yes, I was, oh in, gosh, I was a competitive yeah. dancer. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I love so that. singer, I sang for a while. So doing all oh. of those things and having all of those interests, mm-hmm. um, that's correct for you. 
Mm -hmm. And I never knew that. Right. Like you're allowed to have an interest here and want to do this thing this day. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to have an interest over here in a different place and do that thing this day. And your success is not going to be this one linear path Mm -hmm. as a manifesting generator. Mm -hmm. Your success is going to be when you honor your heart and do what you want to do in that day. Mm -hmm. When you allow yourself to be real and true about your responses. Yes, I want to do this or no, I do not. Mm -hmm. And just doing that. Yeah. And like you are a really um, shining example of a person who's a manifesting generator who's living their design, I think. Yeah. Um, you have all these different things that you do. You give your heart and soul to them. You say yes to them when you want to do them. You take mm-hmm. a break from them when you're not into them. Mm-hmm. And your success is like shows us like what it's like to be a manifesting mm-hmm. generator and just mm-hmm. allow that responsiveness and play. Play. And like leading the way like doing it like having interest in all these different places and how that is a source of power for you yeah because you can add them all together Uh and create this like unique thing that is everything you're interested in yeah in one person Mm -hmm. um it's crazy because like society is like you shouldn't be all over the place you mm -hmm. shouldn't like you know like why do your interests change day to day like what are you scattered like that's literally like conditioning right and a lot of people do think that yeah by the way right yeah because Because they're being judgmental of themselves and of others yeah Yeah, and that's what they think that they should think right right whereas like human the beauty of human design is to like free you of that and it it's and now like we you can look at it with a lens of like how beautiful and like amazing and magnetic that is and can you you tell us a little bit about just your experience with human design in your own life like how it's changed like what, your life. Yeah, what it like how you came to it, and then also like how it made you feel. Mm-hmm. I was just really listening to what you were saying, <laughs> and my solar plexus is all lit up. Oh, I'm yes. getting emotional. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, being an MG and finding out I was an MG was the best validation I've ever gotten. I've always been a high energy being. I've always been bouncing off the walls and ready to go at any given moment. So knowing that I was supposed to do that and supposed to be lit up by everything I was doing gave me so much freedom. Because mm-hmm. uh, another thing, too, about being an MG is quitting early. Mm-hmm. And I always just always had my hand in everything, every sport, every friend circle, every group. I just loved to be a part of everything that made me excited. And I do think I'm not really great at one thing because I never really excelled in one thing and really... Because when I'm tired of it, I'm like, hey, peace out. Yeah. And that's correct for my design. Yeah. Right. And I would never call myself a quitter. I'd call myself a, like, an Irish goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I've I've came here, I've touched the light, and I'm peacing out, and no one's going to know I've even been here because I just kind of spread myself around just enough to to say goodbye. (laughs) So being an MG, that gave me, you know, and the high, that's the high vibration. The low vibration is anxiousness Mm -hmm. and feeling stuck Mm -hmm. and feeling like I'm not uh, calling in anything that's making me excited and depression Mm -hmm. and that anxiety. So knowing that's, there's something going on there. So Mm -hmm. how do I fix that as Mm -hmm. an energy? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, human design has been so far out of all the things spiritually I've, I've put myself in human design has been the most powerful and empowered I've felt as a psychic medium, learning mm. about this is what my soul chose. 
Yeah. This is what your souls chose. Yeah. You're both living your design beautifully as projectors. And I love projectors so much because you're so wise. Both of you. <laughs> We're looking at each other both like, of you. Are we no, I'm like, give me help. Like, I'm all over the place. Hello. Like, look at me. See me. What do I need to know? And oh both of gosh. you. Yeah. And it's been so like fun to hang out, the three of us, all yeah. knowing each other's design and honoring it. Because we're like, oh, Steffi, are you really hungry? You're a manifesting generator. <laughs> we probably should feed you energy. Yeah. Because, like, I could wait till three to eat. Like, do you need food before three? And then she's <laughs> like, oh, do you guys need to sit and rest for a little bit? We've been moving a lot. And you guys are projectors. I want to honor your energy. Like, <laughs> this is the future. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the future is when we all know each other's design. We respect that. Yeah. We honor it. We love it about mm-hmm. each other. And the more we own it in ourselves, yeah. the more other people can own it about you uh-huh. and about themselves. And like calling it out for you. Like, yes. it's been so nice for Steffi to be like, oh, my projectors are here. Like, let's like, like, do you guys need a little break? Like, it's fine. Like, I know I'm bouncing off the wall. Like, <laughs> like, do you need some of my generating energy to get help? finish this and I'm like yes <laughs> I do that would be amazing like, and I was like so I have tons much. of energy what can I do for you guys right now incredible so we normally have some quick fire questions for <laughs> our guests that we wanted to ask Great. you no pressure so we're not going to do all of them but I'll just pick a few um one of my favorite ones is um let's see what is your favorite crystal right now Oh, black tourmaline for sure. <laughs> for sure. And a sharite I bought from Kauai when I went on a solo trip oh, there. Oh, my God. Love yes. black the, the black tourmaline is and tiger's eye grounding, super grounding. Mm. But that tourmaline, it protects me from all those negative Nancy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Okay. What is your, what book has made the biggest spiritual impact for you? Oh, gosh. That's so tough. Oh, I mean, obviously, Many Lives, Many Masters, Eckhart Tolle, Power of Now. Mm-hmm. I love Marianne Williamson, Tears to Triumph. Yes. Um, uh, there's also a fictional book that I'm uh, making an adaptation of, but it's called Elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And it actually is a book about uh, passing on and the afterlife. Mm-hmm. And I'm adapting that right now into a screenplay. Cool. So that made a significant impact on me. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to put all those in the show notes. Okay. What's like a simple practice that you do for self-care, like regularly? This is going to sound cliche, but obviously meditating. Uh Uh, I always try to meditate, be out in nature and feel the sun. Mm -hmm. And I love to dance. Any type of vibrational energy with music and jumping mm-hmm. up and down and moving just let it not judging your body mm-hmm. letting your body move to whatever rhythm that's the way I quickest get back into oh. my into myself and my soul is mm-hmm. dance I love, love that, that. Mm-hmm. Oh. okay another one what's your favorite place that you've been for spiritual connection and healing oh Kauai amazing <laughs> and that Kauai. I mean we all have this amazing connected story but yeah. it was so sacred and I went to a sacred forest and a Hindu temple and I got amazing visions and hands down Kauai oh I can't wait to go back me too Kauai is a beautiful beautiful sacred place the pineal gland chakra of the world like yes it is incredible third eye vibrating the whole time love Um, it yeah okay and then the last question is what advice would you tell your younger self now 
oh my gosh, you use moisturizer? <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, you're dry. Um, <laughs> uh, it's tough. I, this is a tough question because I don't think I'd tell myself a single thing because I think mm. everything I learned, I needed to know. Mm. Uh, it, I don't think I would change the the course of my life, including the the mm. tough the tough bits. Yeah. Um, I would tell myself to to find ways of calmness and because mm. I feel when I'm calm I'm most like myself even mm. though my energy as an MG is completely opposite mm. so I'd be like just chill out girl like just chill you got it, you got you got it. it. Well, that's but good I, for MG like slow down slow down just come slow to down you. but but again if I said that to my 15 year old self that's like no I'm I'm on I'm a dance, and then I'm like the vice president of the of the school, and I'm also this, and that. like, yeah. I, that's not correct. So, yeah, I don't think, yeah, maybe just just like chill out, girl. <laughs> girl, you got this. And moisturize. And like, and moisturizer <laughs> is super important. Important. <laughs> super important. Wow. <laughs> yep, that's all I didn't know. And um, before we wrap up, too. Um, I just want to tell our listeners like how they can reach you, how they can connect with you. Mm -hmm. And if they resonated with you and your message, um, you're based out of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So that is where you take clients for past life regression. Yes. It has to be in person and I'll travel too. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you're close by or we can set something up and chat mm -hmm. and uh, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Steffi Hill. S-T-E-F-F-I Hill. I'm also starting uh, an Instagram for my spiritual practice, which will be spirit underscore sis. Spirit mm -hmm. sis. Love it. you know, yeah. slay your spirit sis. Yes. yes. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you so much for being thank here you. with us today yes. and for sharing your gifts with us and for sharing your heart with us and mm -hmm. for sharing your wisdom with us. Um, like yeah. we feel really honored just to know I'm you, yeah. yeah, and to have you on the podcast and to have you share like your wisdom with our listeners. Mm -hmm. We we love your wisdom and we're so grateful that you're willing to share with us. Yeah, and I'm grateful for you too and this podcast and what you're doing for people. Mm -hmm. It's really really special and divine. So mm. I'm getting choked mm. up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So thank you so much, listeners, for being here with us today. Um, Steffi is amazing. We're mm -hmm. so grateful to talk with her and with and have you guys all be here on this conversation yeah. um we're guided by divine timing and by life to be together and yeah. all of our listeners like we are connected yeah even if we've never met you if you're listening like we feel you yeah and we appreciate you and we see you and we want you to live your best life mm -hmm. um and we want you to live as yourself and so connect with us on our instagram at dayluna or you can email us at hello at daylunalife.com. That's where you can go to book a reading for your human design. Um, and also that's where you can go to purchase a printed booklet with your human design or astrology chart and reading that comes in a beautiful box full of high vibe, amazing tools that we've hand selected to correspond with your specific energetic characteristics. Mm -hmm. Um, can I just gas up these boxes? <laughs> you need a gassing up. Oh my gosh. It is the most beautiful box and the essential oil is lit up. Yes. It smells amazing. It brought me right back to source and it's calming and it's beautiful. And it's just, mm -hmm. you guys have both just hand selected, hand selected a beautiful, beautiful 
thank you. Products. The chakra crystals? Yeah. Oh, the chakra? I haven't even get started on the chakra crystals. Oh yeah. my gosh, they're gorgeous. We put a lot of love and heart and soul so into much. cultivating things that inspired us mm-hmm. and brought us joy and reminded us of that feeling that spark of like mm. connection and love like to yourself mm. and to everything feel that and too. we put like so yeah our boxes mm. are really beautiful we love them mm-hmm. yeah, like we have so much love for them they're so them. special like, we gift we love gifting them to like yeah. our friends and family oh by the way they, they went to drop off boxes at the post office and they both came back clapping and cheering they were so happy <laughs> yeah to, to just real they were so happy about the people receiving them so these boxes are wrapped with a lot of love mm-hmm. thank you mm. okay guys so, so reach out if you have questions and um we're here to just keep this discussion going so we'll put everything in the show notes and um stay in touch and thank you for being here with us whoever was here was meant to hear this information whether it be crazy to you or not it was meant for you find your horse oh, <laughs> yes. find your horse love you guys thanks for being here